electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. It's Jim Cramer here. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Don't miss a minute of the action. Good Tuesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber, post nine of the New York Stock Exchange. Pre-market giving up Monday's bounce, a hefty diet of bearish headlines. China trade data was weak. Moody's put some banks on review. UPS data dog guidance also weak. Ten-year back below four. Our roadmap begins with another downgrade warning. Moody's cutting ratings of 10 small and mid-sized U.S. banks, but put some bigger names on downgrade watch. Plus, we're going to be focused on pharma. Jim and I were just talking about it. Eli Lilly, of course, is out with earnings uh, and a beat there. But really, the real news, Nova Nordisk's share is surging. Its trial data showing that its obesity drug, Wagovi, cuts risk of heart attack or stroke by 20%. And we got some deal news. Charlie Ergen is uh, going to merge Dish and Echostar about 15 years after he split them up. We're going to talk to Mr. Ergen and Echostar's CEO. That'll be in the next hour of Squawk on the Street. Let's start, though, with this dip today. A day after the S&P and Nasdaq broke their four-day losing streak, stocks are back in the red. Financials, of course, going to be in focus today among some of today's laggards after Moody's cuts ratings on 10 banks, puts some bigger names on downgrade watch, Jim. They are once again talking about interest rate and asset liability risk. Well, what I think is incredible is, is that we just went through the quarters. And with the exception of, honestly, of key the quarters were good, and a lot of them had inflows uh, that people felt there'd be outflows. Hey, David, when you see these kinds of downgrades, don't you think late, late, late? Yes, yes, yes. Good, good, good. <laughs> done, done, done. Move on, move on, move on. <laughs> no, you I mean, you can't it's, pay for this kind of analysis. No, you can't. You really can't. It's important because uh, financials represent a huge part of the market. And if we're going to have lending, uh, we can't have as much lending. That's kind of what they're saying. Uh, my problem with it is, is that it doesn't jive with the facts. It, it was entirely possible. I mean, entirely possible that we could have been in a situation where all these banks did well, did poorly. But I mean, look, let's say JP Morgan, uh, Bank of America, uh, Goldman Sachs. I'm leaving out City because I wasn't sure about City. Uh, and just look at look at Morgan Stanley uh, and Wells Fargo, and they were all better than expected. I know, but we're talking about the M and T's here. We're talking. They were about- bad. Okay, so Zions was good. Um, I actually liked uh, I, Schwab was good. There were a lot of people who didn't like Schwab. Uh, I liked H, uh, Huntington Bank shares. That was a very good one. I mean, these are all guys I've had on, and I come back and I say, well, like uh, First Horizon, I had on that. These these are are they're not fatuous, but every one of those is lending and and almost all of them had big inflows. And it's, this would have been fine if Comerica had big outflows. I would buy it, right. David. But it's like they didn't. So, I mean, you know, we could do the on move over. But I'm just saying that the problem with it is, is that what was supposed to happen was they're supposed to have big outflows. And then you're supposed to be worried about them. Understood. And they didn't. Um, but, you know, it's. It, 
Speaking of the broader market, before we get to some of this important news that we want to talk about as well um, from Nova Nordisk and the like, no. Um, China concern you at all? Uh, well, this turnaround, uh, you know, the action we've had, let's call it, in the last few trading days. Well, look, China is challenged. Uh, More than challenged. We, I mean, those export I'm, numbers, Carl, were they're, they're significantly horrible. Okay, look, down. Like, Other like, than Russia, they... they like, no, no, yeah. I mean, obviously, I, I, you know, overseas dropped 14.5%. Imports uh, down 12.4%. I mean, a surplus still of 80 billion. You know, Carl, look, I look at this and I think... Why do we not put two and two together? We had a president, President Trump, who told you, get out of the way. Stop making things there. It takes a long time to wean yourself off making things, but we've succeeded. And David's right. I mean, Russia and China are good partners. Russia's small, but they need to raise a lot of money. But But Germany's gone away from them. France has gone away from them. We've gone away from them. It's not just trade either, though. Car sales down a couple months in a row. Uh, July down 2.6. You see the Tesla numbers? Um, Morgan Stanley today cuts China to equal weight. Uh, They up India to overweight. This is a firm that was going into the beginning of the year. They thought China was going to be up seven. Yeah, you're not going to get that. Uh, There was a really miserable piece about Tesla about uh, Chinese deliveries down 31% month over month? Well, I mean, there's just consumer demand there is not what had been expected when they opened up uh, at all. They're dealing with a property sector that is uh, debilitated. They're trying to figure out ways to to continue to stimulate there. And remember, property, and and when that's going well, that's very good for the municipalities Mm -hmm. in China, which are selling the land to so many of the developers. And so that's a revenue stream that's been cut off at this point. You've got high levels of debt on personal balance sheets. Um, got incredibly high levels of youth unemployment. It's, I think it's one of the more important and unexpected stories of well, the year has been the decline in the Chinese economy. By the way, not to get too far here, because it's still growing. No, but you There still right. isn't deflation, though, although there is concern about but it. But the plan was to become a, more of a service economy, and they've utterly failed. They've utterly failed. And all their stimulus is bogus. It's a giant bogosity over there. But you don't think it matters? I mean... Second largest economy in the world, you don't think as it slows significantly, that's going to have an impact overall? Look, I think they're demographically challenged. I don't think that they, I, there's no U.S. company I know that has put a new plant there. I mean, that would be fools. What happens if a, a president who had been president uh, becomes president again uh, and looks and sees who built more factories there? I don't want to be one of those companies. I don't want to even have that conversation. <laughs> Why not? Can we have it a year from now, maybe? First things first. I was the first to predict him as president. I, I was wrong the Nobel Prize. Remember the Nobel Prize prediction? Oh, yeah. I, I say he was going to be president, but I also thought he was going to win the Nobel Prize. I was off on the Nobel Prize. Dynamite, as you would say. Um, let's turn to some of today's big farmer movers. As David says, uh, David says, Lily rallying, reporting better than expected profit and revenue, raising its full-year guide. Another name in the space, of course, Novo Nordisk, was up 16 pre-market after the company's anti-obesity drug exceeded expectations in this late-stage trial on this reduced risk of major cardiovascular this events. Is, this is big. Jim and I were talking about it a bit last week, I think, yeah. if you remember. This was one of the trials that was out there really getting, trying to get a sense for the broader health implications of these weight reduction drugs. Obviously, they had been for, uh, for uh, originally for um, diabetes. GLP-1s is what they're called. Nova Nordisks, Wagovi. You've also got Moderno from Eli Lilly. Of course, we'll get to the earnings there as well. But I don't want to understate the importance of this, Jim. Uh, no. We're talking about an 18,000 patient study undertaken over five years. Average duration of Wagovi use was about 30 months. It's the top end of, very top end of market expectations in terms of 
its meaningful, at how meaningful it was clinically. Uh, all three components of the primary endpoint contributed positively. We're talking about, you know, again, just to give you some sense here, we're talking about ob um, for heart attack, obviously, uh, for stroke, uh, and any number of other important implications. Now, we haven't gotten things like osteoporosis. Uh, we haven't gotten, you know, other some other things that may over time. But don't, you know, look. sleep apnea. But sleep this is very big by next year. What this means is that you take these drugs, you lose weight and you also have beneficial things that occur as a result of doing so beyond just losing the weight. Right. Not to mention this probably strengthens the case for payers, that is the insurers, I so, having too. to cover these drugs. OK, so look, one of the things that people forget the most the disease that kills the most people that is uh, stoppable, other than, of course, smoking, is a cardiovascular. OK, so there's 928,000 deaths just in the U.S. alone in 2020. So there's a million deaths now. Uh, this would make it so there'd be 800,000 deaths. Uh, rather amazing. And the way, just in case people don't understand how it works, it lowers your blood pressure dramatically. So let's say you're 140 over 90, you probably go to 125 over 70. If you're 150 over 100, uh, you would get back to 130. Uh, and if you're like 180 and you're and you're on the verge of stroking or, or dying, it will it will get you to 150. So this is monumental. Uh, I've been saying it's monumental. I said it's the biggest drug of all time. I think it's definitely going to be that. We have not even biggest seen class of drugs, really. I mean, it's class just, right. I mean, we, right. Lily shares are up. I mean, we've got earnings, but they're up on this. Right. They're well. up on this. Because this is not a study of the, of the Lily drug, but the expectation no. is it will have the same impact. And I have David Ricks on tonight, who's the CEO of Lily. We'll go over that. But yeah. the one that they really want to try is most interesting post-COVID. Uh, heavy drinker. Mm. It, mm. it makes it so that alcohol, like the Gatorade tastes better than alcohol. Jeez. Gatorade 2, the G G2. Uh, they do uh, guide How revenue a couple billion ahead for the year. Uh, when do the vaccine players come back? If you're looking at Pfizer and Moderna lately. I, I don't know. Moderna's really been just quiet. Pfizer's been quiet. The company that um, that's, most, that's most up against is Amgen because the Repatha study is very good. Repatha does, does do more. Uh, for the heart, David, but it doesn't have these other characteristics. Um, I mean, speaking of Amgen, obviously the Horizon deal. Horizon had good numbers too. Oh my God, I'm all drug, over this thing. And that would be beneficial if and when Horizon's right. able Amgen, to see, uh, complete now, that deal. It, but that, I, I just, I don't want to, you know, I want to move on to because this is a, a you're moment. You're jumping here. around. No, I'm not jumping around. I'm sticking with what we actually are talking about. <laughs> you jump. I mean, right. Good. Can I go? Listen, you know, you move that interview to 10 o'clock, so I can't play, so you beat my kids. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, you're not playing that. Not a chance. Um, I just, you said it, biggest drugs of all time. Right. Eli Lilly has now got a market cap that far exceeds any other pharma company as a result of And success. by the way, remember, they have giant facilities coming on, and Novo Nordisk, but Wegovi does not. Medicare going to cover all these drugs? That's a great question. Uh, I think that that this is certainly better than, you know, look, I than the success of the Alzheimer's drugs. Um, it's funny. I'm just looking back because somebody reminded me of history. Bristol-Myers bought Amelin in 2012. Amelin actually had the first GLP-1 called Bietta. Right. But then they contributed the products to a JV with AstraZeneca. And then Nova Nordisk and Lilly had both sur surpassed them. 
but Amelin, uh, you know, was one of the first there. So you take the this. shot one. You take the shot once a week. Can you imagine when if they, they make to, this a pill? Which they will. Which makes, right? Because people don't like to give themselves a shot. Like, you know, look, I've got to tell you, these drugs are just remarkable. But you can't get them. You, you're going to run out of Wagovi. Right. It's amazing. By the way, uh, this Horizon. I, for the first time last night, not that I'm like some exceptional, really question Nina Khan, the FTC, is blocking this because uh, as someone who's the head of the American Migraine Foundation spokesperson, you can't get the word out about the eye bulge and about the gout drugs without Amgen's money. And yet Lena Khan, the FTC head, has not even included the notion of how you of awareness being stopped if you don't merge the two. Well, Jim, again, uh, we will see. But based on those who have a lot more experience than I do and who have read the uh, the complaint from the FTC when it comes to their objection to Amgen's uh, acquisition of Horizon, they don't think there's much of a case there. Hence, there is still a belief that there will be some sort of a settlement prior to it getting to trial. She says that there's been examples that Amgen, Amgen has tied drugs. Yeah, but I don't we know. We can't find them. I know. We can't find them. I, I went up and down with both companies. We can't find any examples. Um, but listen, good day for pharma overall. And you know what? Shows the value, I think, to a certain extent of all the science. Then, then you don't like the make. IRA Act, which they snuck this thing in so the government can negotiate pricing with drugs? I don't know. I mean, in certain instances, that makes sense. I agree. Yeah. They're, still, they're still smoothing some of that out. Yeah. It's not, not in stone yet. Well, Merck is really aggressive on that. Merck's a pretty good company, man. Uh, UPS this morning, uh, down 3% after the company cuts its forecast. Uh, they, it is a beat, uh, but sales missed, Jim, and some of the margins after the Teamsters deal are now in focus. You know, did you know that Ford and GM went down immediately when that happened? As people realized that the power shift is real. Now, look, this is the Teamsters versus the UAW. Teamsters has always been very well financed, David, and the Teamsters can take a strike. But uh, I think there are a lot of people who feel like that Couch and May gave away the store to the Teamsters. Really? Yeah. Meaning bad, what, Jim? Bad number, and they're paying. You know, when you're paying your people more and you're do, and you're not doing the revenues, that does hurt the bottom line. It was pretty. It was pretty ugly. Yeah. I mean, we know that e-commerce is booming. We avoided a strike, though, right? That would have been ugly for well, the U.S. Okay, economy. Okay, David. Too. You you can avoid a strike, but if you give the Teamsters kind of, you know, you can't, you, let's just say you cave, that would be the word, and then your revenues don't keep up, That's, that spells disaster. Right, but this quarter is not reflective of any way of the new deal, so your point is? I think people are looking at the, at the revs and saying they're not that great, and then they're, they're putting pen And they're heading paper. into higher wages. Yeah, pen, putting pen to paper and just say, listen, I don't want to be in this one. Now, I think FedEx is in much better shape. Sabremian, I think, has got a better hand. I, I think he can cut back. Remember, remember the plane issue you always talk about. Yes. There's a lot of costs that can be saved. Look at FedEx charts since, since he came in. You see where he came in? He came in, then he lowered expectations. You can see the big drop off, and then boom. He has handled this company like a, he's playing it like a, a fiddle. Fantastic work. Hmm. I remember I, when he came in and blamed the macro, macro economy. Where, remember where with you? He did, did that on Mad Money. And uh, that was wrong. Well, okay, he lowered lowered expectations. As FedEx likes to do. Yes, Yes. and then he crushed the expectations. It's called David Upod, and you know what Upod is. I'm aware of Upod. You told, I remember, your Eagle speech from a few years ago. Yeah, that was, but then I did it. We weren't able to give a speech this time. They wouldn't let me do my TNP speech this time, my take no prisoners, or my underpromise over deliver. Underpromise over deliver, man, we went all the way. You picked the wrong day to go to practice to deliver a speech, apparently. You'll be back, I have no doubt. 
Uh, still to come this morning, as David said, Charlie Ergen merging his major holdings, Dish and Echo Star. We'll get details and, of course, uh, in that interview. Take a look at the pre-market here. We'll get to some of the media names with uh, New York Times, Fox, Paramount, Disney News, Datadog guidance, downgrade of Home Depot. When we come back. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. Welcome back. About 15 years or so after they split, um, Dish and Echostar reached a deal under which uh, Dish will reacquire uh, its uh, one-time uh, partner, so to speak, or part of its company um, in an all-stock transaction. We haven't talked about Dish that often uh, these days other than um, in terms of its inability to potentially raise the necessary capital that it needs to fund its rollout of nationwide wireless service. Remember all the money that just spent, Charlie Ergen, of course, its CEO, its chairman, uh, spent acquiring Spectrum over many, many years. And now the process is underway by which they're building out that business. But the question, of course, continues to be, how much do they need and how much can they raise? And how much will this deal help is the key question because it is in many ways designed to sort of give them access to Echostar's balance sheet, additional borrowing capacity, and things of that nature. There's some of the details, 2.85 shares of DISH, and it combines everything that once had been part of the same company that then got split apart that will now come together uh, again, uh, expected to close by the end of the year. That said, Jim, the key question remains, you know, without really having great access to the capital markets, how do you fund this business longer term? Obviously, we get a chance to ask uh, Mr. Ergen in the next hour. Well, I mean, uh, you have taught me that Charlie Ergen's money good. I mean, Ergen is one of the pioneers. I happen to, you know, personally like him. Uh, a very deal, impressive but it's, man. You know, some people would say that he has not taken advantage of opportunities to truly reward shareholders over a longer period of time now. And that is certainly reflected in that stock price, as you see. He could well, have sold this thing to AT&T at a big number a long time ago. Well, I could have sold myself to AT&T for a big number a long time ago. They would buy anything that I'm came sorry that we didn't sell ourselves to AT&T for a big yeah. number. We also should have buy Smith Then we could have bought ourselves back at a much lower number. Yeah. I mean, they really put a terrible company. What <laughs> what I say? Just told the truth. I mean, I have to tell you, Carl, you mentioned New York Times and you mentioned Fox. On the other side of Dish and... Yeah. I mean, they were good numbers. Yeah, they were good numbers. They were good numbers. Dish, I mean, continues to lose subscribers. Um, 294,000 in the second quarter, down. Um, and that keeps getting worse again. Can you get that darn dish off my off my roof now that I'm switching to YouTube for the football? 
I don't need a I thought dish. you were worried about Wait, are you switching? the stability of YouTube. Well, they, they, uh, don't, have you, they don't have it. You go I to cut YouTube, down. You go to YouTube TV for so replacing cable? Or? I cut down a 200-year-old tree to have that stupid dish. Well, that's terrible. Now I can't even get the thing down. It was horrible. And I'm on YouTube. I got the package for a good deal. You David, should go. David and I will we'll come over this afternoon, okay? Be my guest, right. man. I'm trying to decide we're, if I have to keep good, red zone. We're a good crew at that. Yeah. I hold the ladder. <laughs> That's good. I've always felt that you Look up a, there, Carl. Buster yeah, Keaton. Get up there and just get rid of that darn dish. I mean, because it's hideous. I have a beautiful house. Get out your air gun or something and start shooting at My wife has four dishes. We really? have more dishes on our roof than we have in our cupboard. That's a lot of media consumption That's right there. Yes. It's a lot of satellite. Uh, we'll get Kramer's Mad Dash when we come back from the break. Countdown to the opening bell. Futures, as we said, looking pretty weak here as uh, attention is being paid, at least to the banks in China today. Back in a moment. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. Some S&P laggards, there's international flavors already, one of the worst S&Pers of the year, uh, down 20 plus percent again this morning as they uh, cut their sales guide. And some banks, as we said, are reacting to this, uh, uh, these credit rating moves out of Moody's on the, some of the regionals and some of the watches of the larger banks. Opening bell coming up in a few moments. And don't forget, you can catch us anytime, anywhere. Just listen to and follow the Squawk on the Street opening bell podcast. All right, let's get to a mad dash with Jim. I've been so busy looking over stuff on uh, IFF, which yeah, we're going to get to. Get this really but I don't great. even know what we're doing here. What would you decide? Okay, we're going to do Data Dog, and this is important because I never actually care for the name, but it's a very good management. And what Data Dog does is, well, let's just call it first of all under the category of enterprise software. So most of our viewers would never come in contact with Data Dog. David, they do uh, cloud-based monitoring. Now, it does sound a little like New Relic, which got that bid recently. Yes. Uh, they do analytics platform, and everyone likes their analytics that I know in the business. But they, and they did a good number, but they gave you a very weak revenue guide and in a world where revenue guides are everything. And Barclays had a very critical note saying there is no clear fix. So you have a company that's incredibly high multiple, that just started to become profitable, that sells it, gonna sell it 80 times next year's earnings. And David, this market has no appetite for a company like that, no matter how, and by the way, before it came public, there were many bidders. Companies wanted to buy it. Right. So I think that's important to point out that um, it, it's a $34 billion company. It was loved, and this is a shock to people. It's bringing down some other companies. Mongo, did they give us up? a clear sense as to why they, what, what the revenue? I didn't, uh, I didn't think so. Not like, yeah. like Alteryx did where they said the last two weeks of the quarter were terrible. I did not. I, I just sensed a kind of uh, unrealistic view uh, of their own, own uh, from previous trajectory. Yes. And now they've corrected. Yeah. And look, I, again, I want to emphasize there's a whole world of companies like Alteryx, like Datadog, like MongoDB. Um, where it is like Confluent, 
We don't, unless you're in the game, you don't understand then. And yet enterprise software has been where most of the venture capital money has gone to because the service nows and the sales forces have been so successful. They're classic enterprise software. It's a weird decline for a name that actually guides above on EPS, despite the revenue guide. People don't care. I mean, these are revenue companies. Uh, and we want fa- if you want fast growers, uh, you find, I mean, like, the Alphys quarter was really jarring. Because it was a very, it was a quarter, with, they were in disarray on the conference call. And I'm used to beautiful altruist conference calls. And at one point, he says, look, we're not happy with ourselves. And then there's a, a lot of, like, where the analysts are kind of caught by surprise. And those kinds of calls are very jarring because it's like, wow, they really hate Altrix. They loved it the other day. It's kind of like a jilted uh, relationship, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know what that would really be like, but I, I, I'm told it's terrible. <laughs> Uh, you can see back below 4,500 at the big board this morning, it's Meridian Link, provider of digital lending software, celebrating its second listing anniversary at the NASDAQ. It's how a Saudi digital financial platform. Uh, Jim, at least we've got um, uh, Barkin, or Harker actually, saying uh, stay, yeah. stay pat on rates for now. <laughs> Thank heavens. I mean, because we do have a lot of negative news. Now, I have to tell you, I want the market to come down because I thought yesterday was a true good market. Um, and, and this is more reacting, I think, to China. Harker's comments uh, make me feel like, look, you know, we're going to wait and see. Don't take the Fed out of the equation. Uh, it is unfortunate that there are so many huge disappointments today. There are a lot. Uh, and led, I mean, by IFF, which we got to talk about. Because Jesus, the pr- once pristine company. company. You followed well, very well. We used to have them on all the time. And they're for doing so well. many years. What has happened there? I, I can detail a number of acquisitions they did that clearly have not gone well, at least as judged by the performance, financial performance of the company. The news this morning is after reporting earnings, it was the guidance reduction, Jim. Yes. Much worse than oh, expectations. Oh, my God. David, um, third time since the December analyst meeting, they guide down? That was not long ago. When a company puts in a release uh, amid the current operating environment, IFF has performed near expectations across the majority of our portfolio. You know you yeah, got trouble. Yeah, yeah, we good. performed Near expectations. Yeah. Now, Lucas Meyer is a company it's for beauty ingredients that they bought when I had them on. Yeah. And it was brilliant. It was considered a brilliant acquisition. Now, it's like they're frantically trying to sell it. Now, David, their balance sheet's okay. But it, that's very jarring. That's something that I was there. was celebrated when they, you know, they, people loved it. And then That's one year. I think it's worse even if you go back. They have a relatively new CEO, too. Remember? Yes. Didn't he come in? And- yes, they did. And, and now, just so you know, I mean, they, they had to reduce guidance. They raised the price of their product, inflation-based pricing. They do have two big competitors. And the customers didn't, didn't go for it. So they lost a lot of business. Hmm. Uh, but you're right. I mean, this is a really excellent company. I mean, this was at one point, David, one of the great blue chips of America. I know. Significant volume declines and functional ingredients. It all started when they bought that Fruitarome outfit in Israel. Yes. There was a lot of chicanery. Yes, so, uh, that was not. But uh, They you know, paid people, a lot more than they should have right. for that company. I mean, I went to their headquarters, it. and their headquarters, almost every great smell has come from them. All, so many great tastes have come from them, whether it be the hot taste from a a, a Dorito, or the amazing diamonds, Elizabeth Taylor smell, which was long after she passed away, was still the number one perfume. How great was she, Carl? Uh, yes. What was, uh, what was the Oscar Levant line? Always a bride, never a bridesmaid. Uh, 
something like yes, that? Yes, yes. Oscar event was so brilliant. Yes. I always, always met, still is National Velvet. Was National <laughs> Velvet. Butterfield 8, also nice. Butterfield, but, can I, and an unbelievable short story by John O'Howard, completely underrated. Butterfield 8, David, was the exchange for, yes, the, for the village. Yes, of course. B-U-8. Yes, I did for those who remember rotary well phones. I was Adams 3, 5918. Is that what you were? Yeah. yeah. I was just looking to see what's underperformed worse, EL or IFF for the uh, year. All right, so EL was one of the greatest reformers, and I'm still a believer in, in Fabricio Freda. I know this quarter's bad. Uh, this been, quarter, you're still a believer. I've made, made yeah, huge at what amount point of, do you finally say, yeah. I've made, made huge amount of money. I know you Fabricio did. Fabricio Freda over the years. But the key, I'm not, Jim, is not just the buying. I think that when he it comes, is the selling. When it comes back, it'll come. No, that's absolutely true. And I've been very candid with club members that I am. I don't think it's going to go up. Uh, I think this quarter's bad, but I don't know when the quarter's good whether you can get back in because that's how quickly the stock runs. And you can see if you look at a longer-term chart, you can see that this thing can be a rocket ship, and you've got to be there. Now they made a bet on China, and they made a bet on duty-free. It's here, there you go. I know it's geez, that's K two. I mean, it's still five years. It's leased up. But, uh, Wait, I've known for no, you point out, she took until a job. until early part of twenty two. It was one of the well, look, a great he, made, stock he made it, but China didn't open. Did. A lot of companies, I, I think, and the numbers we see, David, on China reflect just a huge botching of the economy by by lifetime President Xi, who takes no heat because he's president for life. He is. Um, guys, uh, Paramount reported. I thought it was okay. I thought it was okay. Market agrees with the gym. That stock's not up uh, very much, but it's certainly not down. Yeah, 200, 200 million in cash flow, David. Yeah, many of our viewers are well aware of so many of the issues facing uh, these companies. We discuss them oftentimes. A lot of the part of my interview of a number of weeks ago with Bob Iger from Disney, where obviously we're going to get Disney earnings uh, later in the week. Which will be there terrible. You there you see that, which will not be good. Um, I talked to Bob Backish briefly this morning. You did. You know, as you might expect, talking about, hey, listen, uh, we're seeing top-line growth. We've seen 40% growth at at direct-to-consumer. They're working their way towards break-even. He pointed out, Jim, digital ad sales were very strong, approaching almost $3 billion for the year, up 21%. And so they, you know, when you say, well, what about the weakness in the ad market? They're going to make the distinction between the linear ad market and the digital ad market. Digital, right. obviously, Roku said not. the same thing, and oh, this we. did not, obviously, Roku had an unbelievable quarter. A lot of people um, short Roku. And, and Carl obviously had the sale of Simon Schuster, KKR, one That was a lot of money that got They did pretty well, given the original deal was rejected by anti, uh, antitrust regulators, and they lost in court. When you add in the $200 million break fee they got from that original deal, you get pretty close to the price that they were going to get from the Random House Penguin right. deal. So... They feel pretty good about it. It goes towards debt reduction. It takes about a half a turn off of leverage, which is obviously important right. for these companies at this point. But the big question, of course, remains unanswered, as it does for so many of these companies, which is what is the ultimate profitability look I like know. for their streaming services versus what they are losing every single day, which is that foothold in the incredible yeah. cable right. business right. that produced such high and, operating okay, margins. Okay, so Karnak. What stock am I thinking of? The, of companies Netflix. That, what? No, Netflix. that did better. What did better did, than did better who? On, on what? Did, did, did better than Paramount. On an ad basis? I thought the I'll Warner Brothers. The, the Warner Brothers. Oh, uh, my God. The Times was really good. I got really a 52-week high on that. I love the Times. Yeah. You know, they're talking about an unheralded, fantastic web presence. Uh, and Merrick Levy, the 
CEO is just fantastic. Box up eight percent. Well, Market it should be. I mean, approaching seven billion. They know, have. They did the digital transition. Well, they they're the winner. Well, they're the one that every you know you subscribe to. You don't even think about it. Puzzles. That. It's about the puzzles. Okay. Do the wordle. I did it in three seconds. I, I did it in three seconds. If my family misses it, there's there's a riot. Oh God, my wife is just. <laughs> I mean, it's like, wow. How's the day going? <laughs> Let me share with time. Wordle. Wordle. It's, it, it's a, the dog in Wordle. I, I imagine. I like the athletic. Read that now. Where I read the, the loss is actually coming in. That a was a bit. very yeah, good yeah, buy. Yeah. Very good buy. Look, I've got to tell you. I mean, I'm going to go back for a second. I thought Warner Brothers with that huge cash flow was was fantastic. No, I know you do as you continue to try to warm up to Zaslov because you're trying to get him for an interview. You think I don't know what you're up to? I am that transparent. I know I all know. your moves. I'm completely transparent. I know all your moves. If I was covering you, I'd have you. You wouldn't catch a pass. He's I, got me. <laughs> I, see, I see you in the hills of Wyoming soon. It's... <laughs> But Times was the best, yeah. and I, I met the CEO at, at one of the uh, 72,000 events that Mark Benioff throws, and uh, it was a, a remarkable revelation about how humble she is about a site that really did turn into the one that was a winner. When I started TheStreet.com, we had a joint newsroom with the New York Times, and they obviously took every bit of knowledge that we had not that we were brilliant, but they have just taken this thing and made it to be the gold standard of sites that we get. And it's also beautiful, by the way. The late Rich Meislin, who was a brilliant man, who was behind the scene there, and unheralded, did so much great stuff to make it so that there was a fantastic infrastructure. the engineering part, that yeah. is interesting. Uh, some consumer names, Jim. Uh, Telsey cuts Home Depot and Lowe's. Oh, I read that. I thought it was fatuous. Uh, and uh, Lowe's, about six-week low there. Uh, she's talking about more discerning consumer. That and then Under Armour, where inventories were up 38, uh, stock isn't moving on, on much of the results. They do right. cut their full year. No, I'm sorry. Right. Uh, no, the, the inventory number, and they do beat, uh, despite the estimate for a loss. But at one time, I thought that they could rival Nike. Um, no. They're not. Maybe they're rivaling, I don't know, not even Crocs. <laughs> they're ahead of Crocs. Certainly, I'll tell you, Roger Federer's one-on-one. Is ahead of one. You know, they do, is, they're doing a better yeah, job. Han's got a lot of different models. Yeah, uh, Hoku, uh, Decker's, Hoka. Hoka. Joker's yeah. is better. I mean, yeah. they're all better. I on squeak. I don't know about yours. I mean, I, I sound like Squidward when I'm walking down the down the what's, down the block. What squeaks? My my ons. They well, really squeak. They, they are really loud. Tra- little pebbles are trapped. You can hear me coming it's around the, little, the corner. It's a little treble. It's a little treble problem. David. I don't know what's wrong with. Well, go to the Williamsburg store with my sneakers. And we'll go, we'll get some anti-pebble stuff. So I, I ended know. up, I bought some Hoka's. They don't squeak. On, on, I just, it was my pick for the best stock of the year. What? Yeah. Look at that thing. Better. Uh, uh, QSR, Jim, uh, with the beat. Some pretty good comps out of Burger King, up 12. I know. Horton up 11. Oh, geez, that was an amazing quarter. And, David, I have Patrick Doyle on tonight. No You kidding. just want to completely crush Oh, you have um, Charlie Ergen. I do. Big, I do. Uh, the first time I've spoken to Charlie Ergen in quite some time. We used to, yeah, used to big do dish. interviews more regularly. I got a big dish at, um, at Home Goods. The other um, day. By the way, guys, Lily is up 15%. Its market value is now. You talk about who you have on tonight. It could, it's market I like value. to have a big show. It's a really big show. It's kind of It could be a half a, a trillion dollars. It's approaching a five hundred well, billion dollar market value, Lily. On, of course, really they, what is on these very impressive results from Nova Nordisk for its weight reduction drug, which has a clear benefit in terms of what they call MACE, but basically think all cardiovascular events. 
This drug is used, there are many, many drugs, uh, both for, uh, for pain and for uh, schizophrenia, um, for mental issues, that, that put weight on. Right. And the, this is now given in, in conjunction with them. Um, you know, drugs well, that put weight on, people don't want to take them. I, uh, I look forward to hearing Mr. Ricks on uh, oh, Monday tonight. Well, David is so... Um, Day to have look, him. David is one of the least promotional people on earth. Uh, his CFO is so close-lipped. Every time I try to speak to her, she say, switches the conversation to the salad. How's the salad? I like it. It's good. It's uh, balsamic. Um, AMC uh, did swing to a, a break-even. They were looking for a loss. Highest quarterly attendance in four years, as we've kind of gotten conflicting signals on, on at least domestic box office. And all we have to do is talk about Barbie. Oh, my People talk about Barbie. It's kind of like, you know, um, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark or something. I mean, the first one. The first Not one. the most recent one. No, no, nobody no, seems no, to no. know. Okay, Star Wars, the original Star Wars. But, I mean, Barbie's got like, Enon cries. Can we just give him a little more credit, Enon, Y-N-O-N? I mean, he didn't get He only got a couple points in the movie. Mattel, you're talking about the right. CEO of Mattel and the benefit that they right. got from it, which... right. I want to wasn't get, from the sales of the of movie tickets. I'd like to get the guy who really, really made the money in Warner Brothers. Zaslav. <laughs> we know who you're talking about. It's a, it's a B. RB with the B. We're back Bar- to it again. I well, David, the stock you is going. Let me just ask him. The stock is going from twelve to fifteen. Now I'll him. ask him. No, I'll ask. Him. I'll ask him. I got him. I got yeah, on super yeah. speed dial. I know. You. Remember when I called this? We had called. Yeah, you I, called, I called uh, Noto. You called Noto. That didn't. That was crazy. He picked so up. Fine. It was like 4 a.m. there. Well, that's because he was getting ready for our interview that you weren't a part of. Well, that's why I called him. Because I was pants. You were pants. I don't like to be pants by my own team. Uh, uh, Jim Palantir is going to come back to the 50-day well, today. Okay, so can we just? I, I need you to talk about an out-of-body conference call, where the first thing he says is like, "We're going to save the world. We're the world's best company." We, we, I mean, it was like, I, I don't know. I mean, I read it and I said, you know, guys, you're a software company. Uh, you're not lowering uh, the uh, heart, uh, heart attacks. And uh, it was a horrible conference call. And I've been, I've been I, on board that they had good cash when they did a billion-dollar buyback. But the conference call itself was just jarring. Now, there were no curse words, so it's a little step up. But you can't just come on and just say, you know, we're the best. We're the best. We're fabulous. We're the best. Well, they position themselves very strongly, right, in terms of at the forefront of AI. Oh yeah, they're AI. Everybody's AI. But I had Xylem's AI. I almost. Oh, you know what? If if no, restaurant brands has AI, they're trying to figure out whether to use the. Doesn't take away from the fact through. that that stock has had a great year. Uh, Jensen Monk speaks today. Oh, I, I mentioned Jensen Monk. He gets mad at me. Um, who do you want me to mention? I don't know who you want to mention. I'll mention. Uh, I'll mention all the automakers, including Tesla, of course. Okay, I'll mention. I'll see, about you, the cyber I'll see truck, you. I'll see you and raise you with John Stanky. That's down 1.75 percent. GM is down. Well, because the September 14th strike is for real. I really believe it. I've gone on record with Carl. I think it's going to be a strike, and I think that they are back to a class warfare situation, not unlike what I see with the FTC when they meet with Amazon, which I don't think is going to go very well. Jassy reports an amazing number. There's people absolutely love Prime Day. Uh, he's lowered the price of, of pretty much everything, including, what, 45 times he's cut the price of Amazon Web Services? But no, he's in front of the FTC for doing 
I don't know what monopolistic characteristics. Right. Well, they what they talk about is what does that mean going to be like? Their ability to suppress suppress things that otherwise would occur as a result of the power of their platform. Well, look, they can. The the FTC's view, it it senses, we should not just be focusing on consumer uh, price. I know. There are broader implications. Look, I mean, the FTC. Because of the size of these companies. Look, the guidelines are about competition, and I'm not going. Look, I think Amazon's great. It's unlike uh, Estee Lauder, which you insist on talking about, it's owned by my travel trust. Amazon's a very big position, and I would tell you that I think that meeting is going to go very badly for Amazon because Amazon is a large company that that Lena Khan, the head of the FTC, I'm sure believes, abuses its market power and wipes out competition. So, therefore, it's right in her crosshairs. Well, uh, after Amazon's comments about North American retail, Jim, we at least have Walmart with a new 52-week high. You know, Walmart is, at this point in the economic cycle, when people feel that they have to cut back, they go to Walmart. Walmart has unbelievable prices. David, you and I have to go to Walmart because you will not believe the apparel. You've been saying this. You've been saying that they... I I have uh, to tell you, they... Moving into targets, uh, I think they are. We came, we went to Walmart. We expected to go in, buy a couple of things. We ended up spending a couple hundred bucks, uh, getting some really unbelievable. Now they they like to talk about how much they have American, but what I love this is that there are countries, and this is not something they talk about, but I wish they would. There are countries basically where they're just a huge uh, factor that are poor countries, and they want, of course, you know, they've got to buy America, and that's a lot of that is grocery. They are a change company where I am sure if we could get uh, if we get Doug McMillan to talk about what he's doing worldwide buying stuff instead of China, it is remarkable. They are one of the reasons why China exports are weak. Right. Well, that would, as we pointed out, through the years, much a lot of the shelves were filled with the remarkable products that were made in China. They always, of course, came back and talked about, as you say, right. grocery, obviously, is there an important arts, component. And they're not there getting stuff arts and crafts aisles. But are how are fantastic. you able to source, are you sourcing from other countries? From Jordan, or because, from Sri Lanka, because, from you know, Mexico. Made in the USA is great, but it tends to be more expensive. Well, but the prices they have are, I can't believe that they have these prices. I mean, I, I found myself buying in the pencil and pen aisle, buying everything they had. I did. I bought everything they had. And they were made in countries that were, I felt great about supporting. Uh, guys got the Dow down 318, which is essentially going to take us back to maybe 80 points above Friday's close. So we've given back most of Monday's action. Almost every sector is red. Healthcare is the only exception, but financials, materials, energy all down one and a half to two percent. Watch bonds today. We get a three year note auction as $103 billion in treasuries uh, auctions. Uh, Again, uh, for the week, it's going to be very important for the markets, obviously, with the 10-year sub four. Back in a moment. Let's get to Jim and stop trading. Call my hat is off to Martin Schroeder, who worked at IBM for many, many years, and then he took care of the spinoff, Kindrel KD, uh, which is, does some great consulting, and they're running off some contracts that were very, very negative. Um, they left over from IBM. He now sells his stuff to everywhere, and look at that. Uh, that is something to rave about. Martin is a very, very good man and is doing a lot. Of, of look, will he be Accenture one day? I, I, I think that's maybe the comp. But well, what's amazing is is that he's done uh, turn that thing around, and next year I think it's going to be some big earnings. So my hats off to Martin. Good job. Uh, you'll tackle Lily tonight. Yes, and we'll also do a QSR, which is a you know, Burger King, and then I've got a really interesting David. 
you know, we don't talk about enough of these. Magellan Midstream's merging with One Oak, and it's One Oak, and also I had Enbridge last night. People can get very good yield from these pipeline companies now, and they're consistent yield. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather than go to Southern or Dominion, I think people should pivot toward an Enbridge or a One Oak. So I'm looking forward to saying goodbye to Magellan Midstream. Is it merging? Always like the company. We did get uh, West Texas below 80 for a moment uh, this morning. I know. And uh, look, I got to tell you, we are just swimming in Russian oil. So it's very, very hard what to do. Every time you see China down, you just think, okay, they've got too much. Think, it trades uh, on China. I think retail gas is topping out here. Well, we did have the highest gain in gasoline prices yeah. in a long time. Yeah. It's good for it. It makes it for the Fed even easier. But Parker being our hero today. <laughs> yes. Why not? Yeah. We covered, was there another company? Yes, we covered, what, S&P? We have 480 of them, We hit a lot I of think, them. I yeah. think we missed Chegg. And uh, Warehouse. Oh, Chegg, yeah. Chegg had a good, you know, look, Chegg looked up three. Now first it's victim one. of generative AI, Chegg, right? Well, but no, they've got their own generative now, AI. Well, I know they have it, but yeah. remember that quarter? No, that was where they Dan, got Dan Rose washed. He, I think he cried. <laughs> We'll see you tonight okay. uh, Mad Money, 6 p.m. Eastern. When we come back, Charlie Ergen merging his major holdings, Dish and Echo Star. We'll talk to him and Echo Star CEO in the next hour as the markets are in sell-off mode. Dow down 375 now. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. All opinions expressed by the Squawk on the Street participants are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of CNBC, NBC Universal, or their parent company or affiliates, and may have been previously disseminated by them on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed on this podcast as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of an opinion. Such opinions are based upon information Squawk on the Street participants consider reliable, but neither CNBC nor its affiliates and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. To view the full Squawk on the Street disclaimer, please visit cnbc.com forward slash Squawk on the Street disclaimer. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash.